what a crazy week for crypto and i have uh, ashish singhal of coinswitch who joined me for this episode it was recorded just before the crash so i couldn't ask him exactly how the crash impacted his business and what it means for crypto for investors because i believe that retail investors with the crypto crash would have lost a little bit of money and could be very disheartened by the volatility that they haven't seen before in their other investments so regular investors would have seen massive impact in the portfolio if you have invested in any of the popular cryptocurrencies for sure 50% of your value would have been wiped out depending on when you've invested hope you enjoyed this episode on to the show Hey guys, uh welcome back to another amazing episode of Stars and Startups with me Varun Bhavidi. Uh today we're going to talk about something that's uh kind of been on everybody's mind the last few weeks. Every second internet influencer is talking about crypto, Ethereum, uh Bitcoin and uh I mean if you're a little bit more um ambitious or uh, uh excitable uh Doge coin. Uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. But uh if you're if you've been watching the IPL you've probably also been bombarded with some ads and this is probably the third or fourth um say phase of cryptocurrency so it's also a very interesting time to have today's guest uh, ashish uh, of uh, coinswitch uh welcome ashish welcome to the show thanks a lot varun for uh, inviting me uh, obviously crypto is going through an amazing cycle and uh, you know a lot of interest from people uh, after you know uh, tesla investing in bitcoin coinbase ipo and now you know one of the craziest time in crypto being one of the highest uh, as ever been right so uh, happy to talk about that yeah um i'm i'm a noob uh, investor when it comes to crypto coins and uh, i i decided to download as many uh, you know crypto applications on my mobile phone so every couple of days now i get a notification uh, all time high i think they call it ath uh, you know in every second uh, cryptocurrency is uh, showing uh, ath ath and and i wake up to these messages right so so i i was like you know it's it's time to have a conversation with a founder um and and you know i've seen crypto since the early days uh, 2011 when it's first i discovered what bitcoin was um and 2013 uh, i actually created an account on coinbase um Let's not go into that story at the moment. It's a very sad story, but um, I think the most important part is uh, every couple of years, the there is obviously a cycle uh, happens in the crypto market, and it's obviously fueled by different things. The last cycle was fueled by you know India going through a lockdown, the the demonetization before that. So there are obviously these moments where you know there's a macro trend or or an impact that results in uh folks looking towards cryptocurrency how did you discover cryptos and, and what got uh, ashish singhal uh, onto uh, uh cryptos i think uh, reading the white paper in 2013 was the moment that you know uh, and you know being a techie myself so a little background probably would help understanding my story a little better so uh, i come from nsit delhi computer science grad worked in companies like amazon microsoft singa uh, you know leading product uh, and tech there so in 2013 while i was at amazon i was obviously interested in uh, technology and i was a hacker 
right i used to participate in a lot of hackathons build a lot of products uh, there and that's where one of uh, one sometime in mid 2013 is where i read the bitcoin white paper and kind of it blew up my mind into you know how the problem was so, solved so elegantly where no trusted third party would be ever required for any peer to peer uh, transaction without trust right so yeah. uh, which kind of gave me a lot of uh, you know thought into how what other applications we can build with a similar architecture right how loan applications could be built up how uh, you know the transactions that we do today the wallets like paytm ola could be redefined uh, in a way through those uh, uh, mechanisms right so that kind of my my techie nature or my problem solving nature is kind of what got into uh, what got me into uh, cryptocurrencies and that's what got me excited i've been following uh, crypto since ever and you know trying to uh, create a company there but not not you know i i never wanted to create a crypto company to be honest but it was more about the problems that we were solving in crypto we were already associated with crypto the kind of problems we solved for ourselves and realized you know why not give it to a mass audience as well because that's working out so well right so and so that's we'll where come how to, we'll come to coin switch yeah. in a moment I, i'll ask okay. you the story about coin switch uh, but actually what i'm most curious about um you know since 2013 uh, uh, i too have been you know watching and following the market so to speak um blockchain was something that kept coming up right uh, so i said uh, if you go back to some of the videos and and articles written in 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 that era oh crypto is not uh, you know the killer thing it's blockchain it's the technology behind it that is a killer application and that's what uh, most people wanted to kind of focus on but it is not how things played out right uh, there is still no killer blockchain application beyond crypto uh, at least in my mind right I- i'm sure there are some smaller uh, kind of concepts that are doing kind of okay and and uh, folks are still pursuing that but what is it about crypto that has caught someone's imagination now uh, that wasn't the case uh, you know and, and and why were these pundits uh, wrong <laughs> last many years so i wouldn't say that is the case because like blockchain and crypto go, goes hand in hand right so to use the blockchain technology crypto is what you need to use uh agree to your point that there hasn't been a killer application which uses blockchain in a way which replaces say one of the use cases maybe say upi or maybe say the loan applications today but these are infrastructures which are getting built up on blockchain and these crypto coins represent those infrastructures so think of it like a startup starting to solve a use case the startup is not hasn't become like an amazon today but they are on path to become amazon and uh crypto is is like a way of either investing or using their product today right and yeah. that is why it's the promise uh, of success or promise of delivery of that product which keeps the value of these bitcoins so high right so but the underlying technology is still blockchain right which on on which the problems are getting solved right so so these are still linked it just the perception uh, which you know which is more about that oh this coin has a very high value it's going up drastically but why it is going up has its root based on the problem that is you know that particular team is solving and uh, obviously that problem is getting solved on blockchain itself so let's get a little deeper into that right it's a very interesting uh, topic to maybe delve on 
So what you're saying is that today blockchain, uh, and, and in this case, cryptocurrency, uh, so if you take Ethereum, for example, uh, is a store of value uh, when we look at it. But what you're saying is actually the tokens uh, that's worth something, which is actually funding a project of Ethereum, which could do multiple things. Is that what you're referring to? And maybe you can talk to our audience about what... A little the... different than that. It's, it's not just about funding as well. It's about usage as well. So say if I want to use any smart contract, any game, uh, and I want to buy any NFT, which is built on uh, Ethereum, I need to hold Ethereum. So it's also store of value. It's, it's, all, uh, it's also getting used as well. For a lot of people who are looking at this as an investment class, for them, it's it's value, which the Ethereum network would end up creating over time, right? So it's like buying, say, an Amazon share very early or say even buying uh any any share in a small cap uh, company today, right? Which has a promise of delivering over time. Some people might be using that uh, as a value, as a usage, or you know maybe to transact uh, onto the platform. But some people might be holding it because they believe that the use case is so big that it will grow up and its value would reflect back in that, right? So it's both uh, value as well as uh, you know investment which are getting imparted through uh, these networks. So, so you're saying there are two types of, uh, you know, holders of uh, Ethereum in this case. Uh, one is the the folks who want to buy into the technology, but see it as an investment class, and the others who are actually creating products on Ethereum, who then need to use Ethereum to do those transactions as well on uh, uh, the network of Ethereum. And in the in the terms of when they're creating something on the Ethereum network through Ethereum itself, now they would have users as well who would want to buy their services through Ethereum. So it's it's basically, you know, both sides of the equation uh, getting filled up in that. And obviously, the major part still lies in investment where people believe in the technology and they feel that it will grow up over time and create much more value, which will reflect in the value of the Ethereum token over time. Got it. Uh, well, hopefully the listeners uh, uh, who are listening to the show uh, kind of got the difference in that. And, and I'm sure they can reach out to you to understand more. Uh, and of course, there are hundreds of YouTube videos today created by so-called uh, crypto uh, influencers who will probably teach you what these mean. Um, you actually brought up a very interesting uh, uh, use case that uh, is, is top of mind now, which is uh, NFTs or the non-fungible tokens. Um, uh, I was following, uh, I think there was a lot of uh, coverage of uh, Meta Coben, who is uh, uh, the gentleman uh, uh, investor who who purchased, uh, you know, probably the most expensive NFT uh, at the moment, uh, the Beeple, uh, you know, kind of collage. Um, do you know, do you know Meta Coben? Do you know uh, Vignesh? Yeah, I've heard uh, the story. Yes. Do you know him at all? Have you have you interacted with I, him? I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so um, how do you see that uh, space, the NFT space, uh, where people are buying crypto kitties? Uh, they're buying uh, you know digitally created uh, you know poop uh, for for a, a lack of a better word. Um, how how uh, uh, how do you see that space? Uh, and, and how does it link with, uh, you know, cryptocurrency itself? Sure. So the promise of NFT or, uh, you know, non-fungible tokens, right, is that 
say uh, if you have 100 bucks in your pocket and you know i have 100 uh, rupee note as well these are interchangeable right if i give you my note and you give me yours there's nothing to say that which one is ashish's and which was in varun's right so uh, but there are other kind of tokens which uh, you would have seen like collecting pokemon cards which you you uh, used to do when you were a kid or a lot of people collecting you know uh, cricket cards baseball cards and creating uh, you know uh, tokens which are or entities which are unique right yep. so it, a non fungible token or nft is a representation of a digital uniqueness right uh, if you look at my view and these are just personal my personal views i don't believe them uh, right now the technology is where you know a retail investor should invest in nfts because a very funda- uh, there is a very basic fundamental flaw uh in the way the, uh, it it is stored today so say if you are buying a painting right painting is obviously hosted on the painter's website what you are end up buying as an nft is saying that that particular url belongs to you and you can prove the authenticity of your ownership any time that you want so it's a digital certificate that you get right but what if tomorrow that painter's website you know vanishes or the painter decides to shut down his website right and your nft or your value is lost although you still hold that certificate but that doesn't point to any value in itself right so for me today that is not uh, a good investment for a retail user but obviously the technology is evolving itself right so creating uh, you know a better uh, representation of that painting on the digital asset so it remains forever is something that people are working on and you know i'm hopeful that it will get solved and it will create more value Uh, to the retail investors as well but it's it's a very fun and it's a very uh, futuristic technology which is getting built up right and over time you can see even you know the properties so if you're buying say a land which could be represented by an nft itself right and the value records your driving license your you know even if you're buying a fridge today uh, which has a serial number which denotes its uniqueness everything can be digitally verified rather than physical certificates or physical copies of bills uh, that you need to carry so it, it's a very promising technology but it's not there yet it needs to evolve uh, uh, through certain cycles to be able to deliver the value that it promises got it uh, i i'm sure we'll go down the rabbit hole uh, when it comes to nft specifically but but you know i think it's uh, basically uh, the world is seeing what nfts can do uh, and and i think there are multiple projects uh, that are being created uh, the most interesting i think uh, you know are you a cricket fan uh, of course you you probably yeah. are <laughs> uh, i think the icc which is the uh, international cricket council uh, put out uh, you know a request for bids uh, to to create uh, you know a, a, a digital uh, you know collection of of important moments in in cricket history uh, which you know which is saying something that that bodies uh, international bodies like that uh, the nba has something going on uh, uh, you know the uh, a lot of different sports uh, are also looking at nfts as something that you know can add some additional revenue so very interesting time we live in um, so coming to uh, you were going to say something no no i i absolutely agree with you right it's just that the technology itself is evolving over time and we believe that over time it would add so much value if you know if it can solve few of the problems that that it has today right uh, ultimately particularly i believe in the next 5 to 10 years since you know we are moving toward digital india every record uh, would be digital this uh, nft could really help uh, digitize 
the 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 physical uh, and link the uh, the offline to the online world right mm. so, so yeah um it, it it's also uh, scary uh, you know to to kind of put everything that you own uh, you know on on the web right uh, and i think uh, that's probably what people have to get past uh, saying okay uh, you know how will this uh, you know look uh, when it's out there for everyone to see and and verify right uh, so so we will i think people will get there but it's probably uh, much safer than probably leaving it in a, in a government office somewhere <laughs> um hey uh, ashish so uh, you know we've obviously seen uh, you know you, you guys got excited uh, rather you got excited uh, about crypto uh, while you were hacking etc how did you convince uh, your co-founders uh, govind and, and vimal uh, to come on this journey and and what transpired to becoming coinswitch so uh, like govind and vimal and i are friends for like over 14 years now from day one of our college we've been friends uh so it, I, i never needed to convince them <laughs> they were already convinced uh, because uh, you know when i read the white paper i got excited i called them up uh, they read it as well and they could see the possibilities as well right and uh, through our hacking days it was not just me it was the team the me govind vimal winning all these hackathons across india right uh, winning like any major hackathon that you can think of in india uh, we would have won it including uh, google code for india sequoia hack and the idea of coins which actually you know transpired uh, later on when we were trading cryptocurrencies all three of us and realized that since the price of a crypto varies from one exchange to another because of different demand and supply why can't we build an aggregator to help user or to help ourselves discover the best price whenever we are converting one crypto to another right and we built it as a hack for ourselves so that you know whenever we are trading we are already getting the best rates made it public back in 2017 and you know have never looked back uh, within a month of our launch we were doing million dollars gmv a day subsequently got funded by sequoia and had been growing amazingly uh, since then and that's what transpired ultimately to our coin switch kuber journey in india which i'll uh, you know discuss in details uh, and you know uh, have given us uh, so much success uh, so far no that that's phenomenal so so how did uh, you guys go from the white paper uh in in 2013 uh to starting up coins which how long did that take uh what did it take for you to get there uh i think what got us excited was obviously the tech part and then how do we get into it right so the first way to get into it is to mine it right uh, we never thought about buying but we thought about mining right because that was the fad at that point and we started to run our own bitcoin node uh, at that point and you know uh, started mining and started learning about bitcoin blockchain and all that uh, later in 2015 we started trading as well uh, uh, through the bitcoin that we have mined and you know try to uh, you know learn as much as possible about other cryptocurrencies as well at uh, that point ethereum came into the market litecoin and others uh, do a lot of trading at that point and then later realize oh uh, you know i was trading on this exchange but the price was better on this exchange and that's what transpired uh, you know to building an aggregator getting a best price across exchanges and that's what ultimately became uh, coinswitch and you know coming to coinswitch kuber the idea was always about uh, simplicity right so how do we make sure that you don't have to deal with the complexities of the crypto world and you know uh, I, i i usually use that uh, you know when we started in 2017 our aim was very simple the day we make our parents buy cryptocurrencies we would have made crypto simple enough right we would have achieved our goal 
And uh, that's what happened with Coinsuch Kuber. You know, once we launched it within a week, my parents, without even telling me, bought their first Bitcoin, right? And at that point, we realized that we have made it simple, right? It has been a four-year-long journey uh, to get to that position, but I think we are we are really proud uh, in in making that happen in India, right? So today, you can buy uh, any crypto with a single click on Coinsuch Kuber in India, and you know, as simple as buying food online. So you know we were uh, inspired by Swiggy on how they you know innovated the way of food delivery and just adding to cart and checkout food is at your home. That was the experience that uh, we thought of building to cryptocurrency buying and selling, and we ended up building Coinsearch Kuber exactly for that uh, reason. So this was uh, four years back, which is when you formed uh, Coinswitch, uh, which was yeah. twenty twenty seventeen. Now, uh, you know, I, I was in the payment space at that time. And uh, one of the biggest challenges uh, in, in 16, 17 was a regulatory, uh, you know, kind of gray gray area, right? I think even today, it's still a regulatory gray area uh, where you're not going to get a lot of support, uh, even from banks, right? Uh, there was a constant musical chairs of where the bank account is held, uh, where you move it. Uh, and I know a lot of the challenges that happened behind the scenes. There was a, a company called Zeppay, called Unicoin, CoinX. There are a lot of players, uh, you know, who came. Uh, some still continue their businesses doing, uh, you know, enabling users to buy and sell. But a lot of startups, uh, you know, who enable users to buy coins also kind of exited the market. What is the situation now? I mean, has a lot of this changed? Uh, has it become easier for somebody to do it? Is there a regulatory approval? So there is, isn't any regulatory framework even yet. But what happened in 2018, which you talked about, you know, the RBI putting out a circular, cutting the banking industry uh, dealing with uh, to deal with crypto industry, which kind of led to a lot of companies scaling down, uh, even some companies shutting down at that, right? But what happened uh, in 2020 is where you know, uh, the industry was fighting a case where uh, to legitimize uh, cryptocurrency as a business in India. And that's where Supreme Court came out and called that uh, decision of RBI unconstitutional and tried to educate or tried to form a government body which can basically help regulate cryptocurrencies in India, right? That body is still out, you know, uh, a lot of uh, ministers working in forming those regulations today. but it's still unregulated market. We still face some of the issues that you talk about regarding banking, moving of funds, and that is a major challenge for the crypto industry. But now a lot of support has also come in uh, through some banks, right? Where after the RBI circular, they have, uh, you know, they after the Supreme Court verdict, they have taken a stance to support cryptocurrencies. Obviously, for some banks, that support goes in and out, like you would have seen ICICI backing off uh, last week. But some banks are still in the support of cryptocurrencies and trying to uh, give us uh, that support until the regulations comes out. Obviously, that also means that working closely with those banks, trying to make sure that whatever procedures, the KYC, AML that we are uh, focusing on are the basis and you know are very, very strong uh, in this industry and which gives regulators the kind of uh, you know comfort to be able to support companies like us. No, I, I think that's the most important part, right? If the banks uh, and regulators want to support or, you know, but but when there is so much of 
uh, you know, uh, if if there's not a there's no clarity, if there's no clarity in the regulation, even banks are very jittery in in you know yeah. who to support and when to support, and this will constantly change uh, whenever their compliance say you know says something uh, to the team whoever supporting them. Um, so what does this mean for investors who are investing though? Uh, right now they're able to put money away right uh, and, and and say buy coins right mm-hmm. uh, but you know uh, is this always going to loom uh, large where you know regulation could change and you know uh, the money i put away in a cryptocurrency i could never see the light of day i think likelihood of that happening is very very less uh, because obviously government understands uh, the market as well right they would not want today over 10 million people invest in cryptocurrencies over billions of dollars uh, of worth uh, is invested within india right and they would not want that uh, amount to go down to zero right and that's where uh, they work with us they work with a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, knowledge partners to create right regulations uh, for the crypto industry how crypto industry has been regulated in us japan singapore and they have gone through their own cycle of you know uh, regulators finding it difficult uh, and then you know learning and figuring out how we can work together as an ecosystem where users innovators and government can work together and form the right regulations for uh, the benefit of all right and that's what the cycle that we are also going through and we are very very positive that obviously over time these regulations would come in india which would help uh kill all these fears which are going around in the meantime uh, we work with regulators trying to get some clarity or some intermediate uh, intermediary kind of relief which can help us do better which help them learn crypto industry help us learn their concerns and try to address their concerns so it's always going to be uh, yeah. uh, you know a working relationship which will ultimately lead to a regulated environment uh, forming in coin switch today has some phenomenal names from the venture community who have invested and and taken a bet on coin switch uh, likes of sequoia ribbit capital paradigm and more recently probably a couple of weeks uh, news now as we record this episode on 8th of may um, is that you have tiger global who have also kind of come in uh, and invested does this uh, mean that they are also confident uh, to take these bets because there's less regulatory challenges they are comfortable putting uh, this money is is the reason that you know they have been investors in coinbase since uh, 2011 2012 as well right okay. so they've seen these regulatory environment so four out of uh, three out of four investors in coinswitch are the same investors in coinbase as well fred who form uh, who's the founder of coinbase uh, is the owner of paradigm and who has invested in us so in in a way coinbase uh, founders are part of the company today as well right so they have seen this life cycles going on uh, with regulators and overall uh, crypto providing a healthy framework for the benefit of everyone in the ecosystem right and they obviously believe that that would happen in the same way in india as well uh, through the work of the companies and through the work of the government we would be able to form those regulations in india which ultimately benefit and india is moving towards the digital economy right and we particularly believe that crypto or blockchain is going to be a huge part of it and india would definitely would not want to miss out on that revolution right while the other countries embrace uh, that part so so we are very confident that you know 
uh, over time we would be able to address all the issues that uh, government has and able to form positive regulations for crypto in india um ashish so uh, you know that's phenomenal news i mean just having uh, the rolodex of investors uh, is obviously going to help you uh, also work with some of these bodies right uh, they just bring that kind of a uh, support to even what you're doing you know before this call we were chatting and you mentioned uh, you know coins which today has 5 million uh, uh, customers uh, who are using and they're coming from all across the country it's just not a, a phenomenon of the metros or or folks who have been to good colleges or you know now it's your parents uh, who are investing or or trying out the application right uh, and and just dipping their toes into the crypto market right um what has led to you know someone in these small towns or even metros for that matter wanting to get involved i, I mean because uh, there's not that much you know it's not like everybody is having a, a chat about crypto over chai right um, what's resulting in in this uh, phenomenon of people you know right up to tier 3 is it like them buying a lottery ticket what is it like to be honest every investment so even if you buy a stock today right people can call it uh, buying a lottery as well right because as a retail investor investor what you are taking that decision on is very limited uh, of the knowledge right but what makes crypto more exciting for people in t- even tier 2 so 60% of our users come from tier 2 to tier 3 cities right uh, i how i like to put it as that the entire india is investing in crypto today not uh, just the elite right and uh, that's where the difference comes in between stock market and crypto market crypto market is much easier and uh, you can start with as low as rupees 100 right and when you come to crypto market your decision of buying your first coin is already made because bitcoin represents crypto market in itself right so your decision making is much much easier uh, into it why a lot of people today are getting into crypto especially in india is one of the reason is that india has been uh, you know uh, moved in into a place for the last 3 years where people couldn't get into this economy right uh, into the crypto economy and while the other countries were growing steadily their education their uh, you know exposure to crypto was going steadily over time but india the crypto has opened for india only just now right and that is one reason that they are coming into crypto second reason is that obviously because of the covid uh, situation a lot of stock markets mutual fund market has taken a hit and this uh, crypto ecosystems give them an alternate way of investing right uh, how usually i like to put it is that you know every investor should have an exposure to crypto uh based on their risk and reward uh, appetite obviously but at least having 4 to 5% of their portfolio exposed to crypto helping them in creating a more diversified uh, investment ecosystem and give them the returns that they are looking for uh, probably for their retirement or for probably for the long term right so treating is it as an asset class giving you the opportunity of high risk high reward uh, while diversifying into other asset classes as well is the way uh, i believe india is looking at so this is same as you know financial education is growing in india even companies like Sto- uh, grow up stocks and zeroda has seen a surge of investors coming into the platform crypto is no different crypto is providing a new asset class for investors to come in make an easy decision on uh, investing in crypto uh, maybe a smaller amount based on risk versus reward but definitely exposing themselves to the asset class as well right and that is what these the culmination of these things is what uh, is is causing the surge that you are seeing seeing today when you look at um, 
you know the education now there's a lot of financial education that's happening and uh, you know i think zero da grow uh, you know and, and crypto application uh, are seeing uh, the benefits of that education there are a lot of these applications uh, to buy stocks right equities and and you know you you create a demat account and you're able to buy and and now uh, you know zerodha is focused as a zero brokerage uh, you know player in the crypto market what is it that is the differentiator is it just discovering the best price uh, or like why would somebody choose a coin switch over you know i think every day a new crypto app is is showing up in the in the market right uh, and especially now uh, uh, the way that the crypto world works um, you know you're actually storing like coins which is storing my crypto in your uh, the wallet that you can turn off anytime i i'm not saying that coins which would do it but i'm saying uh, you know any any operator today has access to all this money from all these players with no regulator right so how do a lot of these things play a role uh, in in choosing an application so first of all you know compared to the stock industry versus the crypto industry crypto industry is more technical in nature right uh, stock is is more about you know the licenses once you have the licenses there are a set of apis there are set of uh, uh, practices that you deal with to create a stock brokerage obviously it's technically challenging but there is a framework laid out for it uh, when it comes to crypto uh, crypto is more challenging right and that is the why we are very different from any exchange which were in india and that is the reason for our growth right uh, it's not that before us uh, exchanges didn't exist in india uh, a lot of exchanges did exist in india yeah. but in just 11 months we have been able to capture 70 to 80% of the market share in it uh, grow our user base from 10000 in june to 5.2 million uh, today right and the reason for that is simplicity the tech innovations that we were able to do uh like i talked about you know as easy as ordering food online uh so it's the simplicity it's the experience that we were able to provide which is the resultant of our growth coming to your second question which is about custody right obviously we are a custodian platform where uh, the the bitcoins or all the crypto coins lies within the custody of coinsource uh because obviously we want to hide the complexity of security uh from the users users are free to move their funds to their hardware wallets and if they want to take the security in their own hands but think about a user who is investing 100 bucks or 1000 bucks would not want to learn all these complexities by themselves right and that's where points of security comes into picture so choosing any platform obviously the amount of volume that ha- they have the amount of uh, the price that they provide the experience that they have and last but the most important part is the security that they right are they able to secure your funds in a way where as a user you can be you know uh, hidden away from all the complexities and still make sure you are able to trust that brand and uh, why people should trust us obviously you know we are we are an amazing team i am biased uh, at at this point but uh, we are an amazing team, uh, backed by some of the best investors in the world have been in crypto uh, you know for the last four years have done transactions of over 10 to 20 billion dollars uh through our platform right and have secured uh, the assets for users across multiple cold storage and hot wallets uh, making sure creating an infrastructure which provide absolute security to our users right and every day uh, that we exist we work continually hard to make sure that our security goes up and up uh, from there 
right? And that is the reason because of the simplicity, security, uh, they should uh, definitely choose concert. I'm sure, you know, your pitch has got you a few more clients uh, through this podcast. The challenge that a lot of crypto founders have in India is kind of talent uh, to work on crypto, right? Uh, and, and I think... Uh, uh, those who can do, you know, mining and, and uh, you know, understand the intricacies of crypto probably made their money doing these things uh, <laughs> while, while you know, playing and hacking on the platform. Um, is that the challenge where you're unable to get good, good uh, uh, you know, talent to, to join the team? Or that's not true? Uh, there are folks who are passionate about this. They want to participate. And uh, how you guys, how is CoinSwitch going about it? Sure, sure. So as CoinSwitch, we, we look at it as a little different, right? Uh, we always believe that people who are going to change the industry will not come from that particular industry itself, right? So if somebody wants to change the stock industry, uh, he might not be a stockbroker himself, right? Because he would have already changed it while working there. So what we believe that the experiences that we want to build, how we want to simplify this industry, the experts would come from outside the crypto world. We were outsiders ourselves, right? Although we knew about the tech, tech part of it, but we were outsiders when it comes to the product part, right? And we were able to simplify it because we were not solving it for anyone else. We were solving it for ourselves. So that's why uh, for CoinSwitch, the most important thing that we look at is problem solving. If a person is good in solving a problem, doesn't matter he has knowledge of crypto or not, he would definitely be able to relate to the problem that we are solving today and able to solve it well for the users and for himself alike, right? And that's what the kind of people that we hire. And uh, to be honest, uh, there there is a huge, huge supply available for such smart engineers and product engineers, right? Uh, who are willing to take on this challenge of simplification of crypto and creating experiences which will impact the lives of you know hundreds of millions of users uh, in india over time and you know take take this as a challenge and you know try to work with us right so to be honest we have talent as one of the hindrances uh, in this space actually we love that you know people don't know about crypto who come on board because then they can form their own opinions they can give their own direction they can give their own feedback and try to you know work on a product which will ultimately define uh, these experiences themselves right so so that is something which excites a lot of people and you know they try to uh, uh, come and uh, interview and join us uh, awesome and talking about interviewing and joining you uh, how do how do people get in touch with you if they want to get involved in the crypto space so uh, definitely uh, write us at uh, careers at coinswitch.co. We have a lot of openings across uh, functions, uh, especially hiring in tech, product, and design. Uh, and, you know, uh, any, any other, uh, be it sales, be it business, we are open to all. Uh, we are looking for smart people who are problem solvers, right? If you think you are a problem solver, do uh, apply to us and we'll, we'll come back to you, tell you our story, and get you excited on solving problems in crypto. Awesome, Ashish. Uh, and I'm sure, uh, you know, it's probably your first name at coinswitch.co uh, if somebody wants to reach out to you directly. Uh, yes. So to the smart uh, listeners of this podcast, I'm sure, uh, you know, you're, you're probably going to get a response back. Uh, if you write to Ashish, where does CoinSwitch go from here? Uh, also that Coinbase uh, is establishing its you know, base in India as well. What's next? What's next for you guys? 
So uh, we started this year with a goal of adding 10 million users to CoinSwitch. Uh, we already stand at uh, five and a half, almost five and a half million users today. So we have revised the goal to about 15 to 20 million users by end of the year. And uh, Coinbase coming to India, maybe through our development uh, center today and hopefully later as a product as well, actually gives us the confidence, right? Uh, so far, uh, you know, it's a battle that needs to be won and it's good for the users. If multiple good companies are competing, they would end up solving uh, the problem of the user and whichever company solves it better, a user should use their product, right? So we aren't afraid of any competition. Uh, we actually love that Coinbase is thinking about uh, coming uh, to India maybe a year or two down the line and that would create a healthy competition uh, within the industry and hopefully we come out at the top. Well, you guys are going to compete for uh, uh, good engineers. So wish you, uh, Govind and Vimal, uh, best luck uh, on, on making uh, creating another unicorn uh, from India. Um, do you have global plans? Do you have global plans uh, with that? I think, uh, yeah. So I think opportunity in India is very, very large. And we want to, we don't want to diverge our focus at this point and focus solely on the Indian opportunity right now. Hopefully, over time, once we believe that we have solved that problem in India, we would want to diversify into other jurisdictions. Uh, um, hey, Ashish, this is phenomenal. Thanks for taking the time to share uh, the coins with Journey. Thanks a lot, Varun, and thanks for inviting me.